How you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Chav Beis, Daf Twenty Two of Masech Tegitin. Friends, 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 friends. Um, well, mm, oh, oh, Babylon, Babel stretch. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, today's uh, Gemara is just uh, it's just a good Daf. What do you want me to tell you? It talks about. Whatever you want me to tell you. Okay, so we're going to start at the Mishnah of Aleph Mudbeis. I guess only really halfway through the Amud, basically. Um, but I don't think that this stuff is going to be too long. Um, also, Chof Beis, Amud Beis is pretty short. Um, so we're going to start in the Chof Aleph Mudbeis, about halfway through the Amud at the Mishnah. Ein Kosvin b'mechuber lekarka. That you do not write a we, we that, that we do not write a get uh, on something that is currently connected attached to the ground if you write a get on something that is attached to the ground tall show and then you afterwards remove it from the ground and sign it and give it to the wife kosher it is kosher We've learned about this in the past, and we're going to explore this uh, right now in the Gemara, at the very beginning of the Gemara. Rabbi Yehuda posel, whereas Rabbi Yehuda says, Nisht, the, the Ksiva and the Chasima both have to be when it's been detached from the ground, right? So meaning, according to the Tanakhama, we're going to see uh, different opinions in the Gemara, but let, let's just stick to what we know from the first time we encountered this Mishnah. So, Basically, if you write the get when it is attached to the ground, remove it from the ground, sign it, and give it, Sir Meir's opinion, Ede Chasimo Karte, if we're assuming that it's Sir Meir, again, the Gemara is going to go into it, explain Zero Velazar, Zero Meir, but if we assume that it's Sir Meir, so then you detach it from the ground, you sign it, and give it, and that's fine. Because Ede Chasimo Karte, whereas Rabbi Yehuda argues and says that, um, that, 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 that it's not enough that the signatures are when it is detached. Also the writing, right? Right, right. It says, The ksiva also needs to be when it is detached from the ground. Okay. Rabbi Yehuda, and therefore it's possible, according to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseira Omer, says Rabbi Yehuda ben Beseira, Ein kosvin loala nira mochok. We don't write a get on paper that has already been erased. Because if you write a get on paper that's already been erased, then you can play games, right? Meaning if you have a blank paper and you write the get, if after the fact you want to be sneaky sneaky and start erasing things and making changes, it'll be obvious you'll be able to see the parts that have been erased because it was on a, a brand new paper or cloth or whatever. If you erase stuff, it'll be clear you'll be able to see what's been erased. But if you use a, a parchment that's already been, or it says a paper, that's already been erased before well then you can go after the fact and start making changes and it will be difficult to know that because it was you know it was already beforehand it was erased it's hard to tell what was erased the second time and therefore we don't make a get on a uh on a, on a, on, a, on, a, on something that's already been erased before um because it would be too easy to um to uh, 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 before you know do sneaky sneaky stuff and not on diftera also, right? It's the same concern that on diftera also it would be difficult to tell if edits had been made after the fact. 
because um, because it's too easy to 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 be sneaky sneaky. Whereas the Chacham and Machshir and the Chacham say no, it is kosher, and we're going to see in the Gemara how come they say you can write it on these uh, uh, documents upon which you would be able to be sneaky sneaky. Okay, says the Gemara. So the Mishnah said that if you write a get on something that is connected to the ground, but the Gemara says what? Why are you writing a get on something that's connected to the ground? Friends, I'm sure I'm sure that you were all thinking the same kasha that the Gemara is thinking. The Mishnah opens up by saying, You don't write a get on something that's connected to the ground. And then it starts talking about, okay, a guy writes a get on, on something that's connected to the ground. Huh? We just said you can't write something on uh, a get on something that's connected to the ground. So again, so that's the Gemara's kasha. Right, the mission is talking about okay, if you write to get on something that's connected to the ground, but didn't the first, the opening act of the Mishnah, wasn't it that we don't write a get on something that is connected to the ground? Okay, so the this part of the Gemara is is assuming not like I explained and not like the Gemara explained on what was it, Daf Beis, Daf Gimel Amud Beis. That, that, that the ratio is Reb Meir. The Gemara is assuming right now that the Reb Yudam is assuming that the Mishnah is Reb Alazar. That Ede Mesira Karte and that you don't need to sign it at all. And what needs to be written, the Shema, is the writing of the get, not just the Chasimos, not, 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 not the signing of it. So the writing has to be written in the Shema. And therefore, Reb Yudam explains that when that, that, that the Mishnah is talking about that if he writes the get when it's connected to the ground, but he leaves the Torah. There, 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 there are two um, parts of the um, get. There is the toface and there is the Torah. The toface is the body of the get, you know, so, right, 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 that, you know, that, that, that they're getting divorced. The, 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 the Torah is the time and the place. And it says, reviewed on Mishmuel, that as long as he leaves the time and the place out, and once it's been disconnected from the ground, he adds the Torah, which is the time and the place. As long as that's been done, once it's been disconnected, then it would be considered a ksiva happening uh, disconnected from the ground. Okay? Right, so again, so I'm Rabbi Yudah, Shmuel, that when the Mishnah says that, right, that if he writes it uh, when it's connected to the ground and then detaches it and gives it to her, it's kosher, it's talking about where he, when it was attached to the ground, he did not write the Torah. When he detached it from the ground, he then wrote the Torah and gave it to her. That is acceptable. V'chein Amr Balazar, Amr And similarly says Rebbelazar, in the name of Rebbelashayeh, V'hu, Shashir Mekoma Torah. Again, that if he left uh, the the uh, Torah out and added that once it was detached, then it is kosher. V'chein Amr Abba Barbachan, Amr B'yochnon. Similarly, says that again, if he leaves out the Makoma Torah and adds it after it's been detached and gives it to her, it's kosher for Rabbi And the Mishnah is Rabbi Lazar, Domer Edi Mesira, Karte, that Rabbi says that it is the witnesses of the giving of the get to the wife that are important, not the witnesses who sign the get. In fact, according to Rabbi you don't have to sign the get at all. So, what is the part of the get that needs to be written in the Shema? The the, the, the content of the get and, 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 and we're saying that as long as the Torah was written and once it was disconnected from the ground, that is 
enough to say that it is uh, written disconnected from the ground and it's kosher. This is what the now this is how to piece the Mishnah together. Ein kosvin tofes. Don't write a the the tofes the body of the get. Don't write that when it's connected to the ground out of concern shemayichtov torif out of concern that you might end up also writing the Torah when it's connected to the ground, and that would be a problem. But what if, what if you did write the Tofes of the Get when it was connected to the ground, but then, and then you disconnected it, but then you wrote the Torah when it was disconnected, right, the, 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 the names in the play, in the location, and gives it her, okay, so in that case, kosher, it's fine, as long as the Torah was written once it was disconnected. But Vrishlakish Omar, Vrishlakish responds to Rabbi Mishmoni says, I don't understand. You didn't, the, 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 the Mishnah doesn't say anything about Torah and Tofes. The Mishnah says, Chosmo Shaninu. It says, it talks about signing it. Rabbi Yudah and also Rabbi Bachanum, Rabbi Yochanum, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shai, all these rabbis, you're all talking about Torah and Tofeses. Nobody's talking about Chasima. But our Mishnah says Chasima. Our Mishnah says, our Mishnah says that if you write the get when it's connected to the ground, detach it from the ground and sign it and give it, so then it is kosher. Rab Meir, in our Mishnah is Rab Meir, who says that, that what's important is the witnesses who sign the get. And therefore, as long as the get was signed when it was disconnected from the ground, it is kosher. This is what the Mishnah is saying. Ein kosvin Torev, do not write the get, including the Torev, when it is connected to the ground. Gezeru Shema Yachtom, out of concern that you might end up signing the get when it is connected to the ground, and that would be a problem because Edi Chasima Karte, the Chasima is what needs to be written Lishma, and if that's connected to the ground, then that is a problem. Kosvo, um, the Torev. But at the end of the day, if you wrote the get when it was connected to the ground, including the Torah, but then you detach it from the ground, and at that point you sign it and give it, that's fine because at the end of the day, the signing is what needs to be done, the Shema, and as long as the signing was done when it was disconnected from the ground, and you gave it to her immediately, then that is um, kosher, and that is fine. Kosval cheres shel otzitz nokuv, kosher. If a fellow writes a get on the on the pottery on the earthenware of a of a of a potted uh, of a potted plant that has a hole in the bottom, so it's considered connected to the ground. If you write the cheret, if you write the get on the on the pottery of a of a potted plant, kosher the shakule niala. And then what you do is you take the potted plant and you give her the potted plant. That is okay. But what if you have a potted plant and then you write a get on one of the leaves of the of the plant, and then you give her the whole thing, the whole the ganze, the whole the whole. Uh, I don't know. I'm very hungry. The maisa. Abai Omar says Abai kosher. Rav Omar posel. Abai says it's kosher. Rav says it's posel. Abai Omar kosher. Abai says, look, you have a potted plant. You write the get on one of the leaves of the plant. You then pick up the whole thing. I don't know what the word is. The gans, the, the, the whole, do you say gans geschäft? Do you say that? The whole business, I guess? Maybe. 
Any people speak Yiddish? I don't know. So you pick Nila. So you pick up the whole package, the whole situation. You pick up the whole situation, the pot, the plant, the leaf, the whole situation. You give it to her in Beseder. You go on with your lives. But Rava says that it's possible because we're concerned that maybe you're going to detach the leaf from the plant and give it to her. And we, right? And a, 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 also, it's not of a potted plant that has a hole in it. It's considered connected to the ground. And therefore, it, you're, that would be the equivalent of writing it. If you write it on the leaf and then detach it and give it to her, that's a problem because right, there's no writing and then detaching and then giving. It has to be right, right? writing then followed by immediate giving. Now, we get into a whole thing, discussion about stuff now. Okay. So if you have, oh, so if you have a pot that belongs to Ruvain, but the contents of the pot, the, the, the plant, belongs to Shimon. Ruvain owns the pot, Shimon owns the plant. Okay. So, so Ruvain decides, you know what, Shimon, I, I'm, I'm willing to sell you the pot. So So if so once Shimon, you know, takes the pot, picks it up, so then he moves it, so then it's his. Is it Meshicha? He moves it, it's his. Mocher Leval if Shimon says to Ruven, look, Shim, Ruven, I'm willing to sell you my plant. So, lo kono achi yachzik bezoim. So, so if Ruven just moves the pot, that would not uh, be enough because he's not buying, he, he already owns the pot. He needs to, he needs to do so, he needs to take ownership of the plant. What he does is he makes a chazoke on the plant. He like, you know, works the soil a little bit and then, and then it becomes his. And, uh, <clears throat> that's how he does it. What if Ruvain owns the Gansky Sheft, the whole situation, and Ruvain wants to sell the whole situation to Shimon, right? He wants to give the whole situation to Shimon, the pot, the plant. So, and he wants to, you know, sell them to Shimon. So if Shimon, you know, works the soil a little bit, he not only acquires the plant, but also the pot. This is what we teach, that, that property that does not have, well, uh, 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 that metatlin can be acquired together with karka, right? That you have this plant in an otzitz nokuv that's considered part of the ground, right? Planted in the ground. And you do some kind, you work the plant a little bit, and by doing that, Shimon acquires not only the plant, but also the pot that it's in. And that is metaltalin being acquired by way of karka. Okay, fine. Right, so, this uh, is what we taught, that metaltalin, niknin, are acquired in nechosim together with property, whether it's a kesef, whether with money, whether with a document, or in this case, with a chazaka, working the plant a little bit, so you, then Shimon takes ownership of the, not just the plant, but also the pot. Hechzik ba'otzitz, but if Shimon, uh, um, you know, make, you know, does some, something with the, with the pot, af otzitz lokani, he doesn't acquire anything, because metatlin is not niknoi, achi yachzik bezoim, you have to make a chazaka with the, with the 
plant, not with the pot, because um, you can't acquire metalton, you can't acquire movable objects with a chazaka. You have to make the chazaka with the pot, with the, with the plant. You know, oh, with the plant, plant, not with the pot. The pot is 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 movable, is is a movable object. It's metalton. You can't be kone uh, metalton with chazaka, but you have to make chazaka with the plant. Okay, okay, fine. Um, we're gonna go vital. I'm just thinking if I should pause. Yeah, let me. Uh, yeah, this is a good pause place. Excuse me. I'll be back and I'm back. All right. Now, uh, where are we? Okay. Um. Now, okay. Nikvo. Ooh, friends, you ready for this? So if okay. Oh, so you have a a plant in a pot. Now there's a hole in the bottom of the pot, which means that we treated that right. We treated as though it's connected to the ground. The hole is in Eretz Yisrael, but it's mamish on the border. And the branches of the of the of of the the plant or whatever is planted in the in the pot, the branches are in chutzlarts, right? They're right. They're overhanging chutzlarts. So the whole of the plant of the, of the pot is in Eretz Yisrael, but the branches overhang into chutzlarts. So nikvo ba'aretz, if the whole is in Eretz Yisrael, v'nofu b'chutzlarts, but the branches are in chutzlarts. Abayi Omar says Abayi. Basar Nikvo Ozlinon, we go based on where the hole is, i.e. Eretz Yisrael. Rav Omar Basar Nofo Ozlinon, and Rav says we go based on the branches which are in Chutzlarts. Now, Zokti Gemara, Bide Ashrush Kuli Alma Lo Plige. That, that um, says the Gemara that if the roots of the plant extend outside of the hole of the pot into the ground and it mamush took root in Eretz Yisrael, so, so, so everyone agrees that it would be considered part of Eretz Yisrael, that the tree would be considered in Eretz Yisrael. Kiplige, where they argue, is bidilo ashush, where it has not taken root in the land of Eretz Yisrael. It's in the pot. Okay, there's a hole in the bottom of the pot, but, the, but all the roots and everything are still in the pot. So in that case, Abayi says we go based on where the hole is, and it's considered an Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi says we go based on where the branches are, it's considered a Chutzlarz. Uvide Ashush lo plige, but for the Gemara, one second, we just made a claim. We just made a claim right now that when the plant has taken root in the in the in in in, in the ground, so then everyone agrees it's considered part of Eretz Yisrael. But is that really true? But we learned in a Mishnah. Now, this Mishnah is a little bit difficult to visualize without a diagram. I feel like it's like we're like Mesech the Erevin again. But uh, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Or I don't know if I'll do my best, but I'll do something. <laughs> All right, I'll do something. ganos zo zo. If you have two uh, um, gardens, one on top of the other, how the heck do I explain this? How the heck do I explain this? I don't know. It's probably not that hard. Okay, you have Ruvain's garden and Shimon's garden. They're right next to each other. Okay, Ruvain's got a garden and Shimon's got a garden, Mamish, right next to it. But what's unique about Ruvain's garden and Shimon's garden is that while they're right next to one another, Shimon's garden is raised up, let's say, I don't know, 10 feet, let's say. It's 10, uh, 10 feet's a lot. 5 feet, let's say. 6 feet. 6 feet. 7 feet? Eight feet, eight feet, eight feet. Okay, doesn't say this anywhere. I'm just trying to imagine in my head. I think eight feet would be a good a good imagination. 
So Ruvain's garden and Shimon's garden are right next to each other, Mamish, but Shimon's garden is about eight feet raised up, and which means that there's Batsim a wall between Ruvain's garden and Shimon's garden. And you'd have to basically if you wanted to get from Ruvain's garden to Shimon's garden, you'd have to like climb that wall to get to Shimon's garden. I think that description is actually not that bad. Now 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 here's the important part is that on this separating wall it's there's no like concrete or anything it's just earth and there are plants that are planted in this in the wall in right in this earth earth wall so now the question is these plants are 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 rooted in Shimon's garden right uh, Shimon's is the elevated one and 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 the dirt that the that the that these that, 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 the, that the plants on the wall are, are rooted in is, is Shimon's, the dirt of Shimon's garden. But they're overhanging Ruvain's garden. So the question is, to whom do the um, uh, um, uh, plants belong? Do they belong to Shimon, who's, in whose dirt it is? Or does it belong to Ruvain, over whose garden the plants hang? That's the kasha. So now... So again, Shteganos Zolagavzo. So if you have two gardens, one is higher up than the other, is raised on a higher platform. Vierek time, and there are vegetables uh, or, or, or growth um, on this wall. Rebmeir Omer Shel Elyon. Rebmeir says that, it, that, 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 that these plants belong to uh, Shimon, the upper, the upper one. Vreb Yehuda Omer Shel Tachton. Whereas Abuda says that the plants belong to the uh, to Ruven on the lower level. So let's say that the rationale is that um, what's all this noise? Whatever. So so let's say that the rationale is that 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 Reb Meir says that it goes based on where the roots are and Rebuta says it goes based on where the overhang are and that essentially um and that and that and that essentially um Reb Meir is like a or a is like Reb Meir and Rav is like Reb Yehuda. so the Gemara says nisht awesome oh so let's say it. oh wait I'm sorry what no 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 I'm sorry we said that no scratch that I'm sorry I need to eat but uh I think that no no, no I'm sorry Rava and, and Abaye we had said was talking about where they're not taking root I'm sorry this is something else that but we had said a few lines ago that that if the if the if if they had taken root, then everybody agrees that that it goes based on where the roots are. That it would be an Eretz Yisrael. Now we're saying, wait, but it sounds like it's a machlokas because Reb Meir says it goes based on the roots. But it sounds like Reb, that 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 Reb Yehuda would say that even when it's taken root, we still go based on the overhang. To which Sigmar says, nisht. Awesome. Kidiktani taima. This has nothing to do with do you go based on the roots? Do you go based on the overhang? Amr Reb Meir. That Meir, Reb Meir defends his rationale, which is my imyutse elyon litolis afro ein kanyerik. Well, because it, the ball is in the is in Shimon's court, is in the upper person's court. If he wants to, you know, undo his garden and and you know, you know, remove all the dirt in the garden and even it out with Ruvains, there goes all those plants. So therefore, it's in you know, it's his. The dirt belongs to him. He could just get rid of all the dirt, and then there goes the plants. So therefore, clearly, he has the upper hand over here. Whereas Amr Yehuda says, Yehuda, my limalo says gin also offer in kanyerik. Whereas Reb Yehuda says, well, I can argue just fakert, right? That what if Ruven wants to add a whole bunch of dirt and leveling out his garden with Shimon's? 
there goes the plants. So Rebuta argues that the lower guy has the upper hand. So therefore, okay, fine, but it has nothing to do with, do you go based on the roots, do you go based on the overhang, it has to do with, you know, theory of who's got the upper hand. But still, but still, we have the same question that maybe, right, that, but that still, when right, we had made a claim that when the roots are in the ground, or when the roots are in Eretz Yisrael, and it's definitely like Eretz Yisrael, but, um, but not necessarily. We learn in Ebrahisa, Elon, if you have a tree that part of it is in Eretz Yisrael and part of it is in Chutzlitz, excuse me, I'm sorry, somebody's making noise. I have to wrap my head around what the source of this noise is. Actually, it seems uh, pretty quiet, so let's 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 take advantage. So if you have a tree that is partially in Eretz Yisrael, partially in Chutzlitz, Tevel v'chulin v'oraven zeboze. That you so is Divir Rebbe. Rebbe's opinion is that every single fruit that emerges from this tree will have both characteristics of Eretz Yisrael and characteristics of Chutzlaritz. That there will be a mixture, and therefore, uh, in terms of Truma and Meiser, it becomes like a Suffolk kind of thing. And you can't, if you have Vaday Tevel, you can't separate, um, you wouldn't be able to separate, you know, Vaday Tevel for this stuff or this stuff for Vaday Tevel. But okay, every fruit is going to be considered a, a, a mixture. Rabbi Shimon Gamil says it depends. The fruits that grow on the branches that, or, or at least we're assuming that what it means, that the fruits that grow on the branches that are in Chutzlaritz are, are, are from Chutzlaritz, and the tr- fruits that grow on the branches that are overhanging Eretz Yisrael are considered like they're in Eretz Yisrael. So my lad, So let's say that it's talking about, you have a tree, where the roots are in Eretz Yisrael, but part of the branches overhang Chutzlarts and part of the branches overhang Eretz Yisrael. So here you have it, that even though the roots are in Eretz Yisrael, still, this Bryce is not assuming that we, that we assume it's in Eretz Yisrael. Rebbe says that all of the fruits have characteristics of both. Rebbe Shimon Gamliel says that, 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 that the parts that are overhanging Chutzlarts are considered like they're from Chutzlarts. The parts that are overhanging Eretz Yisrael are considered like part of, they're part of Eretz Yisrael. So here this Bryce is not assuming that just because it's taken root in Eretz Yisrael is considered part of Eretz Yisrael. So lo, the Gemara says Nish, that's not what the mission is, what, what the mission is talking about. It's not talking about uh, the Bryce is talking about. It's not talking about where the roots are in Eretz Yisrael and the branch, some of the branches overhang Chutzlaritz. Rather, Miktas Shoroshin Ba'aretz Miktas Shoroshin B'Chutzlaritz. That rather what it means is part, some of the roots are in Chutzlaritz and some of the roots are in Eretz Yisrael. They're not all in Eretz Yisrael. My time with How come Reb Shimon says that some of the fruits, right, that some of the fruits are considered like they're in Chutzlaritz and some of the fruits are considered like they're in Eretz Yisrael? Since the, the, the fruits are nurtured from the sap and the sap is coming from the roots that some of which are in Eretz Yisrael, some of which are in Chutzlaritz. So why, why, why does he assume that the, you know, some of the fruits are considered like they're in Chutzlaritz, some of the fruits are considered like they're in Eretz Yisrael? Aren't they all getting it from the same sap? So the Mafsik Tsunma, well, because there is like a, the, the, the roots, there's like a rock that is dividing the roots underground until the trunk, until it leaves the ground. And they're mamish completely separate. And therefore, Rabbi Shimon Gamil says that because of this rock that is separating the roots, 
right, dividing in between Chutzarts and Eretz Yisrael, the part, the, the, the part of the tree that's in Chutzarts is mamish entirely in Chutzarts, and the part of the tree that's in Eretz Yisrael is mamish entirely in Eretz Yisrael. So my time with the Rebbe, how come Rebbe says that every fruit has characteristics of both? The Hadri Arve, because, well, even though they're, they're split and divided by a rock when they're underground, once the tree emerges from the ground, it, everything is, is, is one, is one unit. So, what's the machlokas between Rebbe and his father, Rebbe Shimon Gamliel? My sarva avir mevalbo, well, Rebbe says that once the tree goes in above ground into the air, it is, it all gets mixed together, and therefore every single fruit on the tree is going to have characteristics of Eretz Yisrael and Chutzlarz. Well, my sarva ayelichudekai ayelichudekai, whereas Rebbe Shimon Gamliel holds that since they are entirely separate underground, they're divided by a, uh, by a stone, and, and, and they only come together once they leave the ground, they are considered separate, and the part the part of the tree that's in chutzarts is, and and the fruits that emerge on that part of the tree are considered part of chutzarts, and the part of the tree that's in Eretz Yisrael, and the fruits that emerge from there would be considered like they're from Eretz Yisrael. had said that if you write a get on on paper that's been erased, so it's a problem because it's too easy to mess with, to tamper with, and change the text after the fact, and and change the terms, and and that's a problem. So Rebchia Barasi says that there are three types of hides. There's Matzah, and Diftra. And then I assume that the fourth one is Klaf. That there's a fourth one and that's Klaf. But anyways, we're talking about three of them here. Matzah sounds like Matzah. You don't do anything to it. You leave it alone. There's no salt. There's no flour. There's no gallnut. Um, and what you know, for you know what's enough gamina for for this matzah stuff? Well, there's a special halacha when it comes to hotzah Shabbos, a special shear when it comes to hotzah. We learned about years ago on Shabbos. And what is the shear for hotzah of matzah? This matzah part, uh, hide on Shabbos. In order to cover a small weight, what what is this? You know, what's this small? I think Bahama is what's this small weight? I think, um, I think. Um, a fourth of a fourth of from Pumpedisa. Chayfa de Maliach, so Chayfa hide is salted, but velo kamiach velo of it's not it's not flowered and it's not uh, like flower like F L O. You are like like kemach below off. It's not gallnutted. Uh, what's the halacha for it? What's the shear for Otsuas Shabbos? Because it's not or kedelasos komia enough to um, make an amulet. All right. Diftera and diftera is demaliach v'kamiach. It has salt and flour below off. It's but it's not gallnut. <coughs> not gallnutted. What's the halacha? Otsuas Shabbos v'chama shiuro. All of us get that for you be high for Otsah on Shabbos if you take out enough diftera to write a get on it, which I guess is like I don't know. Well, the Chacham say you could write it on on diftera. Yudah says you can't, but I don't know. Maybe even according to Yudah Ben it would be enough that theoretically you know to fit the text of of a get on it. I guess I don't know. The Chacham said that you're allowed to write a get on erased paper on. Diftera, even though they are easy to tamper with. Man chacham, well, who are these chachamim? Amor Rabbalazar, says Rabbalazar, Rabbalazar, he says Rabbalazar, the Amora, that it's Rabbalazar, the Tanya, the Tano, the Omar, Ede Misirakarte. That his opinion is that Ede Misirakarte. So 
right, right, who cares that in the future you might be able to tamper with it? As long as you write it right now, and the Edi Mesir, as we learned yesterday, they have to read the get before they observe it being delivered. And they do that, right? They, they read it, they observe it being given. Okay, after the fact, who cares what he writes? I mean, who cares if he tampers with it? Do whatever you want. The Edi Mesir observed it, they read it, they know what they did, right? We're going to see in a minute that they go to Bezdin and then Bezdin, you know, records uh, that she's divorced and, you know, she moves on with her life. Um, so I don't care that in the future you can erase it or tamper with it. Who cares? It's too late. Vamra Balazar and says Rabalazar the Amora, Balazar el Alter. The Rabalazar the Tana, that when he says, Ede Mesira Karte, and therefore you would be able to use uh, these, these, these tamperable, uh, um, you know, parchments. Um, that, that would only be if they write the get, sign it, deliver it, and then they immediately go to Bezdin and Bezdin, you know, and testify, yes, this was the get, this was the conditions, this was, uh, you know, we, we observed it, we read it, and Bezdin records it. If, if all this happens immediately, so then Rabbi Lazar says, we don't care what paper you use because after the, you know, everything's already been recorded. But if you dilly dally, if you, if the, if the Edim observe the, 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 the transfer of the get, but then they don't immediately go to Bezdin until later, until, you know, 10 days later, um, lo, that would not be okay because, because now we have to actually be concerned about, um, the husband being sneaky, sneaky, that maybe there were special terms in the, uh, get, and then he started erasing them and stuff like that. That would be a problem. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, "Afilu mikanat asariyom." No, Rabbi Yochanan says that according to Rabbi Lazar, that edim misir karte, um, you can even ten days later go with it to Bezdin because dem isa tahave betanoya midka dechiri. If there was a special condition, like uh, you know, you can't go to your father's house for thirty days or something, they would have remembered that. After all, they read the get, they observed it, they would have remembered that unique uh, tanai, and therefore even ten days later they can go to Bezdin. Um, and we're not concerned that, well, maybe he tampered with this erased uh, paper or something like that, because they would have remembered the um, the condition. Vamra Balazar and says Balazar, Luhichshar Balazar, says Balazar the Amora, the Balazar the Tanya, the Balazar the Tanya says that you can use these erasable papers, Ella begitten, only by Gitten. Aval Sharsh, Besharsh Taurus, but by other documents, lo, no, Tersiv Unasatam Bechicheris Laman Yamdu Yom Ram. It says in the Pasuk in Yermia that you'll take these documents and put them in, in an earthenware vessel so that they will last for a long time. Meaning the point is, a loan document, for example, right, if Shimon lends Ruven $1,000 to be paid back in a year, well, in that case, you know, that, that document needs to be held on for a long time. And if it's written on paper that, right, that's easily, uh, tamperable, well, that's going to be problematic. But by the get, where you where you write it, you deliver it, you immediately go to Bezdin, and you know it's kind of you try to you know get this done done with as quickly as possible and as efficiently as possible. You can use paper that can be tampered with because at the end of the day you're immediately going to Bezdin and 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 and, and it'll be done with. But a a different document that needs to stick around for a while, so then you can't use tamperable uh, papers. Reb Yochanan Amr Afilu Bishtaris. The Rabbi Yochanan says, no, even by other documents, you'd be able to use, uh, at least Rabbi Lazar would say, you'd be able to use these other uh, types of, uh, with these tamperable uh, uh, papers. But what about the Pasuk that says that the document needs to be able to last for a long time, untampered? So awesome, that, that, that's just good advice, but it's not actually 
a chiyuv for the uh, for the mitzvah. Okay, friends, that was daf chov beis of mesechta gitten. The very interesting uh, daf we learned. We went from one mishnah to the next mishnah. We discussed uh, uh, writing a get and something that's mechubila karka, right? That uh, came has come up in the past. Before uh, uh, in the past, we had two possibilities. Uh, a bunch of Amoraim said that the Mishnah could be Rabbi Lazar, who says that the Ksiva has to be uh, written properly, not when it's uh, right, it, has to, it can't be connected to the ground. But as long as you leave the Torah, right, the name and location, um, as, and as long as you, that's written once it's been disconnected, it's fine. Uh, Rish Lakish had said that no, the Mishnah, and that would be like Rabbi Lazar, who says Edi Mesira Karte, the Chasimos are important, and that the Ksiva has to be done disconnected, and that would be the Torah. Um, Rish Lakish points out that the Mishnah is talking about Chasima, and therefore it's Reb Meir uh, who says that the Chasima has to be Lishma, and as long as that is done once it's been separated from the ground, that is fine. Reb Yudha says that both the Ksiva and the Chasima has to be when it's been separated from the um, ground. We all learned all these alochis and uh, these alochis about, you know, an Otzitz Nokuv, and if it's connected to the ground, if it's considered an Yisrael, it's considered like in Chutzlarts. Uh, and then we talked about, um, right, the Mishnah had said that you can't, Rabbi Yossi Aglili had, had said that you can't write a, a get on, on, on documents that can be for, that can be tampered with, whereas the Chacham said it's okay. We said the Chacham is, um, Rabbi Lazar says that it's the Edi Mesira Karte, and therefore you're immediately going to Bezdin and getting it sorted out, and, and therefore you don't have to be concerned about what might happen in the future to the document. Friends, that was the Avchav Beis of Mesech Tegit, and I hope you enjoyed. Peace out.